0: That's the thing with these drunk driving footballers. It's like, how rich do you have to be to call a cab? I call cabs (laughs) all the time, and I'm poor as fuck. (laughs) I'd I'd rather get an Uber like 10 blocks away than walk sometimes, (laughs) even when I'm not drunk.
1: It's time for the
2: Welcome to the Dirty Tackle podcast. I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net and Howler Magazine's WhatAHowler.com. And I am here with my two wonderful co-hosts, as always, Mr. Senor Ryan Bailey. Senor. Mr. Senor. And uh, Mr. Senor Theo Messi. See Ryan, how are you? What are you wearing? What's going on?
3: I am incredibly well, Brooks. Thank you very much for asking. Today I'm wearing the AFC Wimbledon third choice shirt from last year. It is the one which has got dark green stripes and light green stripes, described by many as one of the worst shirts of all time. <laughs> I like it quite a lot. It's, it's, it's a bit of a polarizing shirt, this one. It's the best of shirts, the worst of shirts. It looks I like, like it. something
2: you would wear when you go running at night and you don't want to get, get hit by a car.
3: Well legitimately when I go bike riding I wear it because it's bright. Yeah. So yes, thank it, you for picking up on
2: that. It or serves a purpose. If
3: you work in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we
2: Indeed. should also point out that Ryan's collar is popped. The collar yep, very is very popped. Whenever Popping. I have
3: a shirt with a popped collar, I like to pop it because I like the way Eric Cantona rolled back in the day, and also because I live in the southeast of the United States, it's quite sunny, and I use it as an excuse. I'm just shading my neck, Cover your
2: yeah. neck back whatever. neck
0: protector. Yeah, yeah Italians exactly. be warned. Yeah.
3: Don't
2: want that red neck.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my my neck is Italian proof, baby.
0: <laughs> All right, Theo, how are you? What are you wearing? I feel like that's an inappropriate question, but since we do it every time, I guess I'll answer it. That's
2: what we're about here. Um, we're about the inappropriateness.
0: That's true. I'm, I'm rocking, I'm back on my J-League swag. I'm rocking my Yokohama Marinos home kit from last year.
2: All about the J-League. Um,
0: yeah, all about the J-League. J's up, J's down. <laughs> um, yeah, this is hey, my F- squad, Theo, so, so can I'm you name today. Me,
3: can you name me one more J-League team?
0: Uh, Uruwa Red Diamonds.
2: Yay! <laughs> wow! That's, that's pretty impressive. All right. One
0: for one. Swish. Pretty
2: good. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, I am wearing a France national team shirt from a few years ago. Uh uh-huh. my, my collar is not popped Pourquoi, it's finally looks? pressed. Pourquoi? I got my red my red sleeves out going. Sacre bleu. And the reason I'm wearing it is because they have this amazing team, but they still could not beat Luxembourg. Nil nil draw against Luxembourg. Shout the out the to the
0: Luxembourg. Day. Shout out to Maxime Chenot. He was injured.
2: I thought that was enjoyable, so in a a
3: way, brooks i think that was peak france because they didn't have to beat luxembourg they just sort of gallantly shrugged their shoulders and went meh don't need to why bother we know that we're the best in the world and by the way uh, i am i have actually put real physical money on france to win the world cup next year have you you really i have indeed yeah
0: france let's see so it's in russia so i could see a european team winning so that's not a bad shout
3: Mm -hmm. um also they're really good they've got really good players
2: We'll get into some World Cup qualifying and predictions later. Sure. Well, first, let's give a shout-out to our our new Fantasy League. On the uh, Taga app, we have a Fantasy Premier League going. When do we need to set the lineups for that? Uh, You should do it now, because last time you got burned by only starting Alexander Lacazette.
0: We are recording a podcast right now, so I will not do it now, but later.
2: As soon
3: as we're done, you should set it. do it at um, 5 minutes past 10 Eastern on Saturday.
0: That guy on Twitter, actually, that guy said he was going to remind me.
2: Yeah. So, so I can g-
0: start my all eleven Lacazette team.
2: Download the Taga <laughs> app. Get in our uh perfect eleven league. You can find it on the featured leagues page, so you could look for it there. And yeah, join us. We're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna play some fantasy Premier League. No salary cap. Woo! And Theo is uh not gonna win because he will not never remember to set his lineup.
0: No, no, yeah. no. I'll set it this week for sure. Also last week I, I just want to put on wax that I did not cognitively go into my lineup and start Alexander uh, <laughs> Yes, you did. I th- I I think that given that he is a striker for Arsenal which starts with an A and his no. first name starts with an A. That's that not Taga how it works. Has an auto select also that auto is, starts with an A. an auto how it select works mechanism that plugs him in just to get no. you rolling. No. And I would I didn't even I didn't do it. There you
2: were you were super high on a Friday night. You found nope. La Cazette, put him in, then passed out before you could do the rest of your lineup. <laughs> I do have a happened. fleeting memory
0: before I nodded <laughs> off to sleep of him scoring that really nice goal in the opening game of the season. I was like, oh, yeah, he'll probably do this again. Yeah. Fast forward to the actual match where he didn't even play. And then Arsene Wenger
2: <laughs> burned you. Well, he burned you me know. too because I started him, but I actually started a whole team. So That guy's got to go, man.
0: Put him in the loony bin, old folks home, whatever.
2: Yeah, this is everyone's fault but yours, Theo. Target app, Dirty Tackle League, get on it, join us. Let's do it. Now, Dirty Tackles of the Week. Who deserved a Dirty Tackle this week, guys? Theo, let's start with you. Um, You gave me
0: a little bit of an alley-oop with this one, but let's keep I going did. in on, on Arsenal because, yeah. God, they're, they're shit. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to have Bobo, can you play the clip, please, of this young Arsenal-supporting vocal genius? <laughs> That kind of oddly looks like Alex, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Um, <laughs> yeah, roll that.
3: Stay now, Sanchez, you don't have to go away. No Guna could take
2: the pain if you leave on deadline day. Stay now, oh, so don't leave our club like this. You're our star player, Alexis. And if you stay, we'll double your pay.
0: <laughs> right, right. So, Ryan, um, this is you in an Arsenal shirt singing uh, <laughs> to try and keep Alexis Sanchez at Arsenal. Clearly, it worked. Uh, the move to Manchester City on deadline day did not go through. Uh, I'm going to yeah, dirty did. tackle this kid. Because I don't think he did it, honestly. I don't think he had anything to do with it. <laughs> Alexis heard Alex- this song. I hope Alexis never saw it. I hope Sir <laughs> Chips Keswick never saw it. I hope no one ever watches this again. It's one of the saddest vocal performances I've ever seen. If you want to hear some good singing, go see Ryan Bailey music instead. That's my recommendation.
1: <laughs> Please don't go.
2: Well, so Ryan actually, FYI, Ryan has a songwriting credit on this tune. He uh, He wrote the lyrics for it. Oh. and and this guy just performed it, so.
3: I wish I, Brooks, I, I sincerely wish I did uh, have a songwriting credit on this because this is um, this is actually, uh, in case you didn't realize, this is a song by a boy band called E17. The song's called Stay or maybe Stay Now. Uh, in the 90s, it was a Christmas number one. So it's, it would have a lot of money. It made me a lot of money if I did have a songwriting <laughs> credit mm. on it. But um, E17 were a boy band who uh, I think one of the most famous things they were famous for is one of their members ran himself over with his own car. Ooh. Uh, so- he pulled
2: an Ever Banega. Ghost Ride the Whip. Ever Banega <laughs> exactly. did that.
3: Ghost ride the wind. Yeah, he did indeed. He did it first. Ghost ride the um, so I So, personally, I think this is fantastic. The vocal performance is, is stellar, as you heard there. But also, um, I would happily listen to this on a loop, 24-7, than have to watch an episode of Arsenal Fan TV. This is my preferred <laughs> method of hearing Arsenal yeah, fans talk about I'll agree with that. About this is team. better
0: than Arsenal Fan TV. The dirty tackle, again, is, is not for... The vocal performance—that's fine. You know, we all have our different levels of talent. We all can't be Ryan Bailey music. It's—it's um, <laughs> it's more for the cinematography. He's in a what looks like his parents' attic. He has an American Eagle sh- white t-shirt hanging up on the left side, which is bizarre. Um, <laughs> that's the new a- Arsenal, empty bookshelves. That's the new Arsenal you know? third kit, the all white. Yeah, it's surrender. Made the, the I mean by Eagle American Eagle. Eagle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um
0: do you know do you know yeah, what? It's it's just, it's just actually could do I'm going to be
3: geeky here it's actually a Hollister shirt hanging up because in the uh, UK it's acceptable for people over 12 to wear Hollister Sorry, I don't know my fuckboy <laughs> brands and I'm
0: pretty sure this guy is not over 12.
3: <laughs> he doesn't sound like it.
0: No, certainly not. Yeah. So dirty tackling hasn't for that quite hit yet. Entire situation.
2: <laughs> so you're dirty tackling the, the cinematography, what are you what are you dirty tackling here? Yeah. yeah the, what, what is your beef here? Uh
0: there's a lot I'm very typing the director, which I guess was himself because he clearly <laughs> yeah. just put a camera up. Um, yeah, this is not a David Fincher work, I can tell. <laughs> the Hollister shirt in the background. Uh, yeah, it's just, a bit, it's just a bit poor. A little more effort next time, yeah?
2: But it, it worked, though. He achieved it his objective. It didn't work. Objective.
0: <laughs> no, it worked because his club that he supports are a bunch of... <laughs> idiots, <laughs> and are now going to sell Alexis for like $20 million in January instead, and then spend $70 million on his replacement. Yeah. So, yeah sing said, your heart out, little guy. Your life as a football supporter sucks ass.
2: <laughs> Woo. Wenger said the other day that now they'll probably get nothing for, for Alexis, and it'll cost them $70 million to buy a replacement. Yeah. So Just the way they drew it up. Yeah, exactly. So shout out to Arsenal for being inept as always. Gunas. <laughs> Ryan Bailey, what is your dirty tackle of the week? I am going
3: for my favorite manager named after a large building, Bruce Arena. Bruce Arena I'm <laughs> the going Bruce for. Bruce Arena. Not because of uh, a... Why of, haven't uh, they named the national stadium the Bruce Arena? It's, well, I hope one day down the line when Bruce Arena does win the World Cup with the USMNT that the national stadium will be called the Bruce Arena Arena. That will so be the, the dream. Um, I'm not dirty tackling him because of the performances of the USMNT in these recent qualifiers, which we all know leave a lot to be desired. Uh, it's about a comment he made, an excuse for the performances. I'm going to read you the quote here. And it's uh, he's, he's trying to basically pin the performance on politics here. He says, our immigration policies are impacting people in Central America, right? And there's probably a little bit of anger over that. Then your national sport gets a chance to play the US. I'm sure that becomes very meaningful. So basically he's saying... The opponents that um, U.S. faced were angry because of immigration policy in hey, America, which is hey. by the, by the way, which is incredibly arrogant and also hey, incredibly hey, accent inaccurate.
0: whimsical British boy. What? He didn't just come out and say this. I'm going to turn the dirty tackle on you and your stupid green shirt. <laughs> he was he was asked the question, "How do you think the current geopolitical climate is affecting this?" So he still. But
3: and he's he answered still it in it this that. fashion. He blamed the geopolitical climate on the results. He he's said he's that has to it. have an effect. He said it becomes very meaningful. He's basically said, his excuse here is, our opponents are trying really hard. That's what's yeah. hurting us here. Our opponents were doing it, doing their jobs properly. They were trying to beat us. That's not an excuse, Bruce. That's not an excuse. Everyone tries to beat the US. No one goes against them trying well, to lose. Also, this is
2: World Cup qualifying. A spot in the World Cup is on the line. This isn't just like political he revenge. That- yeah. Well, and also, no.
3: he seems to be thinking like this: immig- the current immigration situation is is like the biggest thing that America has done to offend its neighbors in the CONCACAF region. <laughs> I mean, they, they've had quite a history with Mexico, with you know annexing land and wars and such. Panama, I think there was something with a canal which might have annoyed the Panama people a little bit. Basically, it's an excuse he could have used for decades, but also should have never
2: used at all. It's pathetic. Professor Ryan Bailey with a history lesson. Wow. Well,
3: it's- this, Wait, this, can you, you
2: dive
0: back into that Panama situation again? There's something with the with the canal and the Panama people? I'd like, I'd like a further well, explanation.
3: People. Van Van Halen wrote this song about a canal, and the people in Panama really didn't like it. That's basically how it went. Down. This is why I come to your class and I skip all the other yeah.
2: David Lee Roth built a canal. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> and it didn't go over so hot.
3: Yeah. So basically, I just found this re- a really arrogant comment to make, and just stupid because you're saying you, the the excuse for your team being bad is that your opponents were a bit better, which is not the way to go about things as a manager. Yeah.
0: I don't have a soft spot for the U.S., especially at this time in their current qualifying campaign. But I think you're going a little hard. But I'll let it slide because England sucks at soccer.
2: No, I'm with Ryan on this one. I, I think those comments were dumb. Even if he was were. asked about it, you can you can deflect without going into excuses. You don't have to bring it up. Yeah. So now that Ryan has been banned from the Bruce Arena arena, uh, (laughs) my dirty (laughs) tackle is on Mr. Wayne Rooney. You know, he's retired from international football, so you think... You think you wouldn't hear a lot from Wayne Rooney this this last couple weeks, but think again. So, Rooney, with no commitments over the break, he goes out (laughs) drinking with his buddies, as Wayne Rooney does, and uh, he gets caught... Driving home a little drunk. Now he was dr it wasn't his car he was driving though. He was driving Just a, a little. He's driving a VW Beetle that belonged to some woman who he was driving home because she was too drunk. So he, he gave this woman a ride. Chivalry is not dead. In her car. Even though he was drunk with his pregnant wife at home. Now I'm not casting any moral judgments on Wayne Rooney and his philandering. You but, should. But you know, he's been down that road before with his with his pregnant wife, but so she's upset with him now. He's been arrested for drunk driving. He has to make up excuses and apologies, and for everyone in his life again. And it's just a mess. It's just Wayne Rooney being Wayne Rooney, and the only difference now is that he's not captain of England anymore. <laughs> so dirty tackle yeah. on Wayne Rooney for being Wayne Rooney, basically.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I, you can't be surprised by this situation. Well, although you know Rooney does like to. Play away and get points. Where hey. Hey. I'm here all night. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. But when he got home to Colleen, what excuse did he use? Oh sorry, uh my phone didn't work so I couldn't call an Uber. Also there are no taxis in the northwest of England. I have no idea what he would have said. That's the yeah.
0: thing with these with these drunk driving footballers. It's like how how rich do you have to be to call a cab? I call cabs yeah. all the time and I'm poor as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd rather I'd rather get an Uber like 10 blocks away than walk sometimes
2: <laughs> <laughs> even when I'm not drunk but it I just love sense. I love the, the logic of his excuse the woman was drunk herself so me a person who was also drunk gave her a ride <laughs> to avoid avoid drunk driving it's just yeah, it so it's just peak Wayne Rooney it really is oh
0: dear oh. yeah but the point you're missing is that Wayne was significantly significantly drunker than her so he oh, was drive. he?
2: Did, did yeah, that, for sure. <laughs> well, I'm assuming he, he probably he, was. he
0: consumed more alcohol and he was significantly drunker. <laughs> so he won and then he drives the Maybe
2: car. he thinks the drunkest person should drive. Is that yeah, exactly. what he thinks yeah. the rule is? who's driving anyways I think, he, anyways. Just, I think we, we should cut him some slack here maybe he's just a
3: really big fan of the Volkswagen Beetle as a car you know it's not a very masculine car maybe he wanted to experience it and see what it's like yeah say, like, hey pretty lady can I drive your Volkswagen can <laughs> I drive your Beetle <laughs> yeah he has all these ah, super fancy oh. sports cars
2: he wanted to drive a Beetle to see what it was like just way, Maybe, living his now, life, maybe he
3: walks up to this girl at the bar It's is like, hey girl, I want to get all up in your Beetle, and she took it the wrong way and <laughs> let him drive a car.
2: Oh, Wayne. Wayne, Wayne, Wayne.
3: By the way, I'm still standing by my he's not getting more than seven goals this season. This does not help the situation. He's clearly going <laughs> out and getting pissed during the season.
2: No, Everton said that they're they're okay. They're going to let him play on. And yeah, they're no okay. They? they don't care. Yeah,
3: why not? we cool with drink driving guys. Is <laughs> yeah, good. They're like, <laughs> so look okay. at the form he's in. You want to take him <laughs> off the pitch? You crazy? Well, I mean,
2: Ryan. So wait, you remember when he got uh, when he got punched out, got drunk and punched out by was it Phil Barsley? Phil Barsley, season? yeah. And he comes back and scores a goal that weekend. So maybe the drunkenness helps him score more goals
0: yeah so here's the thing i don't think like this is a it's certainly not a new thing but i don't think he hasn't been doing this earlier in the season or last season or forever he just got caught yeah Again. maybe yeah.
3: maybe he's like the robot in futurama he has to be really drunk to off- operate at all times
0: <laughs> i used to think he needed to eat steak at all times to operate but maybe yeah, it's alcohol and <laughs> oh boy
3: oh no way
2: all right that'll do it for Dirty tackles of the week And now, a word from this week's sponsor.
0: Hi, I'm Christian Pulisic. You might know me as the only good male soccer player America has ever produced. At first, I thought it would be cool to be America's best ever, but now I'm realizing that it fucking sucks, just like all my teammates. We're currently in danger of not qualifying for the World Cup in one of the weakest and most forgiving confederations on the planet, and I'm getting quadruple teams at all times. I'm ready to play for a team that has actual defenders and goal scorers and players who don't actually treat the ball like it's got a rare form of herpes that will make their dicks melt off. So if you know how to get me onto a World Cup-bound national team filled with players who, like me, have actual talent and skills, hit me up on Snapchat because I'm only 18 and phone calls are for old people. Again, please help me get off this dumpster fire of a national team as fast as possible. I really can't take a second more of this bullshit. Thanks.
2: This week's shout-out goes to Colton Totland, who is the Christian Pulisic to our U.S. national team. He's just so Sorry, much better Col- than us. He is amazing. Colton is a magical human, and you can be too if you go to patreon.com slash tackle and contribute to help us keep the Dirty Tackles rolling. Contribute at the $5 level, and you'll get to hear our Extra Time segment at the end of every episode. It's the best segment. At the $10 level, you'll get a Dirty Tackle t-shirt and a shout-out of your very own.
0: It's the best t shirt and shout out combo.
2: And at the $1,200 level, Ryan Bailey will marry and divorce you in the same afternoon.
0: He's the best mm. at marrying and divorcing.
2: He really is. <laughs> That's patreon.com slash tackle. Go there. Do it now. Do it. Please. Colton
3: Totland, Brooks Peck. You guys have amazing names, you Americans. We really
2: do. Play on. Colt Tot, FBI.
0: Yeah, every name more fake than the last, as Ryan said. <laughs> Well, I mean, me being Theo Messi on my birth certificate, I can totally side with these people that don't want to be recognized yeah, for contributing Theo, money to this terrible, terrible podcast.
2: Theo Messi is a fake name. Brooks Pack is a fake name. A uh, few people know that.
0: Ryan Bailey Music is that your real name?
2: Yeah, the
3: Bailey Music is hyphenated. Obviously,
0: <laughs> I, I thought Bailey was your middle name.
2: <laughs> Ryan Bailey Music. That sounds <laughs> like a left back for like Spurs or something. Yeah, He's a, like a Danny 17- Drinkwater <laughs> passes the ball to Ryan
0: Bailey Music, and now they're flying.
2: He's a 17-year-old left back for Spurs. <laughs> if I ever leave the Dirty
3: Tackle podcast, you have to get in Ryan Bailey Music Peters to replace me
2: for sure. <laughs> uh, we just all we all have fake names here at Dirty Tackle.
3: Give us twenty-five
0: dollars, and we will bestow a fake name upon you as well.
2: Yeah, we'll give you a name. That's that's a that's a good reward. We if will you did you... select
0: one for yourself, like our friend Colton Totland.
2: <laughs>
3: Colton Totland's already taken.
2: We will give you a new identity, birth certificate, the whole works, passport. We will make you disappear. We'll make you make disappear. You disappear. <laughs> if that's what you want. This this whole podcast is a front for uh, an identity theft operation. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye.
0: Patreon. I hope you're not listening.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dirty tackle lawyer. Get on the horn. <laughs>
2: All right, uh, let's do some life ref. Let's do some life refing. Let's cue the music.
1: It's the life ref. He refs your life so you better watch out. It's gonna
3: officiate your life. life,
1: life. You don't play by the rules, but you should.
3: Oh, won't you life ref another day? Life ref, life ref. I was doing a little callback there to Alexis Sanchez.
2: We should get that Arsenal kid to uh record a, a life. A single ref life ref song. song. Yeah. 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 That would be
0: insane.
2: Okay, what is our first Life Ref case? Uh I will propose
3: the curious case of Deli Ali in the international break. Thank God it's over, thank God it's over, thank God proper football has returned. The international break, he uh Rose his middle finger. He Danny rose his middle finger uh, <laughs> in the direction of the referee during uh, England's match with it was the Slovakia game, wasn't it? And he also did the the, the middle finger, not just pointed in the direction of Kyle Walker, his, uh, his his teammate or former teammate, I should say, but the referee as well. How do how do we feel about this, guys? I mean, it seems that Deli Ali has gotten away with this, and it seems that Deli Ali for. As much as he's a wonderful player, he's an absolute shit, isn't he? He does all these bad tackles. He does dumb stuff like this. Yeah, he, he the came from. People. He only well, he came from MK Don, so obviously he's morally repugnant from the <laughs> outset. I feel like he needs a red card for this. He, when you're wearing a national team shirt, don't be acting like you're on the training ground, Deli. Dumb stuff. Not a fan. Red card. Oh, wow. Really?
2: Yeah. See, I say player. I don't. I don't care. I mean, I think the middle finger is less. Is more innocuous than all the manner of obscenities that players shout at referees during the course of a match. Anyway, I mean, it's a finger. Who cares? And anyway, isn't isn't the middle finger not as huge a deal in England? Aren't they more about the V sign there?
3: Uh, no, it's still a pretty big deal. Is That's it? why he's doing it.
2: Well,
0: <laughs> well, from my end, I, the middle finger is one of my favorite. Uh, joyful greeting gestures that i give to all my friends in <laughs> passing. So I don't see a problem with this at all. Um, I imagine it's the same for Delhi Alley. And uh, yeah, he was just saying
3: hi. <laughs> so you think it's okay for sportsmen in front of kids and thousands of people who are supposed to be role models, bloody, 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 blah to be like middle fingering their teammates, possibly the referee in the middle yeah, of games?
0: I do, because that's real life. I mean, in real life, I say hi with my middle finger. Kids should learn that early on.
2: That's the least of the bad examples that, that uh, footballers are setting for, for small children during the course of a match.
0: I think it's telling them that finger-based symbolism and hate crimes are not the way of the future, and that you can turn a middle <laughs> finger on its axis, turn it into a joyful, playful, jokely greeting, <laughs> and we can all live in peace and harmony with Delhi Alley as the king of the world, <laughs> or the king of England. <laughs> the next great king of England.
3: Are you both saying play on Play on on this one? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm
0: Double middle finger on. to you too, Ryan Bailey, you stiff stinking.
2: <laughs> yeah, fingers are to rock. <laughs>
3: here's
2: two
0: fingers, here's the V's, here's a little wag sign. You get it all, bitch.
3: <laughs> well, uh, actually, a bit of history on the finger signs. The, uh, in England, the more traditional one, as Brooks inferred there, is two fingers up, you're facing your fingernails towards the person. Uh, apparently it came from medieval times when uh, archers who would be firing the arrows across the, uh, their enemies would cut off their two fingers. They'd only have the two fingers there for pulling back, and they'd put them up like they'd hold them up like that to show that they were like firing at them, apparently. And the one finger salute, which you guys call flipping the bird or whatever, that's to represent I would like one sugar in my cup of tea, please.
0: <laughs> exactly. So he was just ordering his post match tea.
2: Maybe that's he was just was... ordering a cup of tea. Yeah, is <laughs> true. He might have been
3: pointing it down the tunnel at Wendy, the lady who makes their tea at half time.
2: So, Ryan, do you think that he should have been. Should a red oh, no, no, card? She's for this? Wendy. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, we're done. We're done we're, with Telly.
2: No, no, no. I have, I have a question. I'm going to follow up on this. Should he have been sent off for this? Should he have been booked for this? Should he have been suspended for this? What's What's the punishment?
3: If the referee was, saw it and he saw it was in his direction, he yeah. would have been sent off because this is bad as swearing at him.
2: But players so, yeah. swear at the ref all the time and don't get sent off.
3: Yeah, not as swearing in anger. Call it a saying for F's sake is different to saying you
2: effer. Oh, I think players have said fuck you to a ref and, and not And then they, get, then they get a card, yeah. Well, no, nah, not always, I don't think. They do, they do. Uh, I don't know about that. So if the finger is worth uh, some kind of punishment, is the wanker sign, or V, or is there a sign that isn't, or are they all equally bad? The Daily Ali wave is acceptable. That's <laughs> all that's acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, with that sorted, let's move on to the next life ref case sir chips speaking of fake names
3: sir chips keswick by the way who's uh he's on the on the board at arsenal is uh, basically the head honcho at arsenal his full name is sir john chippendale lindley keswick he is <laughs> why does he most just go with that english sounding first in the world <laughs>
2: really, him and benedict you, cumberbatch should get an english yep. off
3: you americans <laughs> have your colton totlands we have our sir john chippendale lindley keswick's you are welcome that is but, so uh, arsenal he was basically being interviewed uh, this week. He was, I think he was at a cricket game, which is... No, sorry. He was at a horse racing meet, which is pretty English as well. And he was quoted <laughs> as saying, let's just rejoice in this racing. I prefer it. I much prefer it to football at the moment. And then uh, the interviewer joked with him that he must be glad that Arsenal aren't playing at the weekend, to which he said, yes, exactly. He's laughing at the expense of Arsenal. And he's not really a huge football fan because he prefer to be at a horse racing meet than being at an actual game, seeing that he's like... a. A big wig at a pretty big club, so what do we feel about this i I'm actually I'll, I'll lay my cards on the table here. I think it's a play on because to be CEO of a company that sells chopsticks, you don't have to love Chinese food you just have to know how to sell chopsticks <laughs> wow that's a poor That's, analogy, that's but an interesting analogy wow. Yeah. Chopsticks was the first thing that came to my mind when I was trying to think of a CEO of a company that sells something. I, don't I, would, love to, I
0: would love to speak to a CEO of a chopsticks company. Yeah. Just I can hear the, the analogy
2: police siren is, is blaring in the background. They're coming for Ryan here. They're yeah, coming for me after one. that one. Yeah. That was a bad one. But what do you guys think? What do you think?
0: I think it's uh, – so my problem is like I, I kind of agree with your chopsticks analogy. That's my problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> I see what you're saying. But I feel like you can't make these comments to a member of the media that will then have them published when your club is already in dire straits as it is. Um, You know, it's not becoming to the fans uh, that are already dealing with an absolute disaster on the field to to appear completely removed from it all, even when you do have power. Seems like not a good look for Sir Chippy, um, despite his amazing name. You know, that's not going to keep him from from the wrath (laughs) of my book. Uh, I will give him a straight red card because I feel bad for all my friends that are Arsenal fans.
2: Yeah, I'm going to give him just a yellow for this. I think this is a caution because it's a dumb thing to say, but on the scale of dumb things that have been said by Arsenal management and executives recently, it barely registers. So you have uh, Ivan Gazidis said that he thought their transfer window was a success. That's infinitely worse than saying you don't like football, I think. And then you have Arsene Wenger saying, uh, first of all, as I mentioned before, how Alexis Sanchez will probably leave for free now and they'll have to spend $70 million on a replacement for him. So that was a bust. And then he also said that they almost got Kylian Mbappé, Fappy Mbappé himself, Almost, almost. As he almost gets every same. single player. The Dirty that's Tackle ever Podcast
0: almost got him on as a guest. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for his yeah. first interview after he went on loan to
3: Paris, but then we did. We it. tried as hard as Arsenal did to sign him. We, we put in the same amount of effort. So,
2: so in the grand scheme of Arsenal quotes in the last couple weeks, this barely registers. So it's it's a yellow to to Chippy, and a red to everyone else at Arsenal.
0: Chips, all right. You're fucking up, dude. But I, but I can't, I can't blame him. You know, if he's as rich and English and removed from reality as it sounds like he is, of course he likes horse racing better than football. Why would you want to deal with that mess at Arsenal? Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
2: If your name is Sir Chips Keswick, you have, no, you are so out of touch with the rest of the world. Yeah, then.
0: he's like, take your seventy million for Sanchez and stick it up my horse's arse.
2: Yeah, he, he just does <laughs> not care.
3: Wow, clearly not. I mean, obviously, when you're the chairman of a club, you're expected to be interested in the sport in which they compete. But I don't know. I'll I give him a pass for this one. I think it's okay. Because it's just, once again, this is more narrative that makes it really funny to laugh at Arsenal fans. And that's yeah, no great for us. That's a, that's a good point. Play on that's, to that.
2: That's a fair point. I still say yellow.
3: But, but Ryan,
0: just because you point. like Chips and his name is Chips doesn't mean that you can be softer on him.
3: Oh, but do you mean fries or Chips, Chips, Chips? What do you I, mean, mean? You're, I mean, you're <laughs> Chips.
0: You accented...
3: Mongrel. Joke's on you because I like both. Wow. (laughs) The
0: perfect blend of St. George and George Washington.
2: (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, let's move on to our last life ref case. So we discussed a few weeks ago, I think, how the Premier League wanted to change the end of the transfer window. They wanted it to end before the season starts. And it has now been revealed that they have approved that. So now they're doing it. The transfer window will close the Thursday before the season starts. So as of right now, that just means no players can come in. They can still leave because other countries still have their transfer window ending later. Um, But it sounds like other countries will follow suit, and that could be the new norm in Europe. But so on the topic of changing the calendar around, the new president of the European Club Association, Andrea Anelli, who is uh, the chairman of Juventus, he has proposed to change the international calendar to be just two windows a year. So instead of this nonsense of breaking up every month or every other month for international dates and and training and and matches and stuff, uh, he just wants two periods a year, get it all in in those two blocks, and you're done for the year. What do we think of that?
0: So do all my girls, Hey,
2: That doesn't (laughs) make sense. (laughs) Yeah, it does. It (laughs) makes no sense.
0: All my girls want two periods a year. That'd be nice, right? <laughs>
2: fucking Yo. idiot. <laughs> Ryan, you, you talk. I think
3: that Andrea Agnelli has been reading my Bleacher Report articles because I wrote a piece like about two years ago almost exactly suggesting that this would happen that this is the best way to deal with international breaks. Because it's so annoying when you come back into the Premier League season, oh, three games played, the momentum's getting going. Oh, everyone fucks off for two weeks. It's really bad, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I I find international football nowhere near as interesting as domestic football. I've always felt that way, maybe because I'm uh, English and that's the way we feel about our team. But um, it must be hard, even as a professional, to be going off regularly off to the international team when you should be focusing on your domestic club. Just have small windows in which you just... You know, do your international thing. I'm being very inarticulate about this, but basically, I think it's a great
0: idea. Just go back, read the Bleacher Report from two years yeah. ago. Uh, exactly. Yeah, have all the He's already said his piece. Just Google He hasn't it. changed his mind. That's all. I want to know. see
3: the um, I want to see Agnelli's Google Chrome history, just to check. I, mean, I hope he wasn't doing it on that. What's, what's the What's the thing on Google Chrome when you look at porn when the screen goes incognito black? window? Incognito. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he wasn't doing it incognito. Theo's whole just life remember, no. is an
2: incognito window on yeah. Google Chrome. <laughs>
3: Welcome to my incognito window. Also, by the way, this is interesting because of the European Club Association, the ECA, something I had no idea existed until <laughs> yeah, this
2: came up. I didn't is either. Is that a thing? Apparently it is. He's the, he's the president of it. Is it just him? It's yeah, just it's him it on just his own. just him in a room. Of course he's the president. <laughs>
0: Uh, I think it's good, too, Ryan. I'm with, I'm with you, man. I think it would make the internationals better because, obviously, they're more condensed. and That was my idea. Of time And the games would be better. And I've seen a lot of people recently complaining that the the drop-off from the league season, now that we can compare both side to side, is much worse. So that's interesting. Going back to the first thing about the transfer window, I've also seen some people saying that this will now put English clubs at an even greater disadvantage in Europe because now they can't bring in more reinforcements as the season goes along. But if what you said is true and that other European leagues follow suit, I guess this would potentially even the playing field more. But the last thing English clubs need is is a harder go in the Champions League. (laughs) No, I
2: I think uh, one of the executives at the German Association said that – they want to follow suits. So that'll probably come next. And yeah, Spain sure Italy, definitely not following suit. Spain won't. Yeah, because Spain will
0: be like, "Fuck y'all, Spain. we're gonna just keep winning every Champions League." Yeah. Suck my dick.
2: Yeah. But so okay, I also say play on to the international break idea because this year there are ten international breaks. Ten. That's that's a lot. Days. So that's that's. I mean, that's a lot of travel for the players too, and that's got to be exhausting. And as Theo said, you know having these small bursts of matches throughout the season they can't really develop continuity on the international teams their their play so maybe if they have longer stretches with with each other you know these two two groups of longer periods maybe they can raise the play of these international matches you know
3: well you know the only bad thing i can think about this the only bad thing i think about this idea is that there would be one group of people who'd suffer massively from it the people who own and rent out private jets <laughs> um, yeah. the ones that have to take uh, Brazilian players to Brazil for every international break like did you see the pictures <laughs> like Paris Saint-Germain pay for a private jet to bring the players back straight away uh, Liverpool pay for one as well and they like of they course. share with, share them with other clubs just think of the poor poor private jet charterers and how they'll suffer if they can only have two windows a year to send the players to Brazil and back it's going to be terrible for them
2: it is yeah we should we should really consider them first and, and rethink this. let's have more international breaks
0: What about the stadium landowners that own these behemoth stadiums that just get money pumped into them ten times a year? What are they going to do?
2: Well, they still play the matches just at a different. I think they still had the games (laughs) just in a a a, a, more condensed (laughs) time.
0: (laughs) Wouldn't that make it cheaper though? Nope, a a little discount. Not
2: so much. No,
0: five five in a month for one.
3: Yeah, I don't think that's how it works. Theo, you can give out the details of your economics class that you're giving later on. I think uh, I overstepped my
0: bounds. We all know Brooks is the economist here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take a break now.
2: Oh, Theo. Need a that's, hydration that's break. All right. So, we've we've life rafted up. That's all the life rafting we have to do this week. Let's uh let's go to one more commercial break. Back to our sponsor. <laughs>
0: Hi. I'm still Christian Pulisic. You might know me from the last commercial I did a few short minutes ago. No one has Snapchatted me about a way to get me on a good national team yet, and I'm starting to get a little bit worried. I really can't take this anymore. Clint Dempsey keeps staring at me while I sleep, and Demarcus Beasley keeps asking me if I've ever seen a TV show called ALF. I'm pretty sure he made it up just to fuck with me. Please help me. I need to get out of here ASAP. Bruce Arena smells like blue cheese and wood varnish. I'm way too good for this, literally. I need to be playing with Griezmann and Mbappé or Neymar and Coutinho. I can't tell if Graham Zussi is a member of the team or just a weed dealer who follows us around everywhere. For the love of God, help me before it's too late. Again, my name is Christian Pulisic, and I desperately need a way off this national team. Please help. I can hear the screams of Chris Wondolowski every night. It's terrifying. He's really bad at soccer, too. I fucking hate him. Get me the fuck out of here. Titter,
2: Press <laughs> <laughs> from garden, we finally reached the end.
3: Treser McGann, it's like the middle of September. Why are we still discussing this? Chasor McGannon, don't worry, lads, it will be shorter next year, as we discussed.
2: Tresmer McGannon, January will be here before you know it.
1: Tressan McGann. Uh your money is no good to search ships.
2: Alright, yeah. That's, that's it. <laughs> that is it.
0: Definitely the strongest transfer we get an intro we've done. The last, save the best for last, the grand finale, if you will. We made it. It's been lovely talking transfers with you all. We finally made Ooh. it. It's over. We're gonna wrap and bappy it up real quick here for all of y'all. Uh, Renato Sanchez. Uh, someone has granted him access to playing football for the first time in a while, which is lovely. <laughs> nice. That that person is the owner of Swansea City, who's an American who shall not be Lenin named. Donovan. Don't care about his name. Sure.
2: The Landon Donovan.
0: The Landon Donovan MLS MVP trophy has awarded Renato Sanchez a chance to play football again, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and it is fantastic. People are calling him the signing of the season, maybe, in England or in Wales.
2: Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> or in Do you guys Wales. agree? Do you guys I think it's very good. Obviously, they got him on loan, so it won't cost very much, and this is a player who was basically the best player at Euro 2016, and Bayern Munich proceeded to ruin him for a year. So it's uh, let's see what Swansea can do with him. And obviously, um, you know, they've got a manager there who could maybe get the best out of him. But I can't help but feeling that Renato Sanchez, like, he, he heard that the call came from Swansea and he was like, oh, Swansea. Do I get the opportunity to work with Bob Bradley? Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and before he realized it, that he could have worked with Bob. Before he realized that was the case, then he, you know, it was too late, and he'd sign the papers.
2: Well, see, Sad this really. is this is part of the advantage. I tried running.
1: to sign Renato for LAFC, but oh, Bob, hey. I was I was afraid that you know, in the rough and tumble of the MLS midfield, uh, a player of his quality might be lost. So I sent him to the Swans, where I used to coach.
2: <laughs> Wait, Bob, is right that you, you, or is that, is that is that Bob's neighbor?
1: No, this is Bob. This is Bob. Pete knows nothing Pete? about proper football. You Pete a Ariello? Whistle.
2: Oh, I was hoping to hear from Pete Ariello.
1: <laughs> no, he only knows about cooking up in the kitchen some good fine
2: Italiano. <laughs> but yeah, so this is the advantage of having Paul Clement as your, as your manager. Paul Clement or Paul Clement? Clement? Clement. 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 Clementine. Um, he can call up his old pal, Carlo Ancelotti. Say, Carlo, I, I need some help here. Send me your, your table scraps. So, uh, Carlo...
1: If only I had Carlo's table scraps when I was battling relegation. <laughs> yeah. See, if we would have been a Bradley... Champions League place by the end of the year. I fucking guarantee it. If,
2: if you have Bob Bradley, you're, you're, the guys you're getting on an emergency loan on the last day of the transfer window is like uh, Jonathan Jack Bornstein. Snackle and yeah. Jonathan Bornstein. Yeah, Jonathan Bornstein. All right, lads, where do you want me to play? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got a condo for you on the beach, Jack. Just come meet up. (laughs) Link up, fam.
2: Carlo just raises his eyebrow and mercifully throws Renato Sanchez over to Swansea.
3: (laughs) Link up, fam.
2: Uh,
0: Yeah, no, good shit. Renato Sanchez, great player. I've added him in my FIFA manager mode, and he's absolutely killing it at the base of a midfield three. So, Paul Clement, good for you. Will you Uh, add him to your
2: fantasy team this this weekend, though?
0: Uh, Is his name
2: Alexander Lacazette? Then no. Okay, that answers that.
0: Next question. Uh. Now, Alexis, Coutinho, Philly Coots, Diego Costa all stay at their current clubs, more or less. Um, Alexis seems like he's going to pretend to care for the next few months and play mm. hard,
3: maybe. Oh, uh, won't you stay another day? Yeah. He's
0: going to listen to that song every morning when he wakes up and just be super motivated to go out on the training pitch and do his thing. Uh, Philly Coots. <laughs> This might mean the end of faking his knee injuries. We'll get back to you on that one. And Diego back Costa... We'll...
2: Back, he was faking a back injury. Oh. backs,
3: knees, same thing. Yeah, same difference.
2: It maybe he'll do knees next. Knees. I don't know. Maybe that'll be his next thing.
0: Um, Costa, still not in the Chelsea camp, I presume, but still contracted I think he, by Chelsea. I think he
2: has flown back to London and oh. is going to report, maybe, but I don't know if he's going like, to be with the team.
0: That's rich. Um, so, yeah, yeah. different... Different strokes for different folks here. They're all under contract at the clubs that they were before the window. Uh,
2: well, I think that was the, the d- defining so, mo- yeah. the defining factor of deadline day. wasn't so much who left, but the fact that these three guys all stayed after doing everything they could to try and leave Se-k-a-dan. all summer. The, yeah, they actually sequaded. Sequedan. So now the question is, will these guys be good for their teams or will they be like a toxic... Negative influence.
0: Well, Alexis, even at half speed, is the best player on Arsenal. So, yes, uh, he'll help them get minimal points and maybe stay, hover around the top six. Philly Coots, uh, Liverpool are flying. So if he gets his head on straight and plugs back into that side, he's got a lot of wingers to aim for. Uh, I could see them pouring in a lot of goals. He's not a defender, though, so they might still not win that many games. Uh, Costa will probably eat Conti's face off by week 17.
3: (laughs) Well... My, when Brooks asked that question, my immediate response was, hey, it's a World Cup year. You know, these guys got out of their game. But then look at that and you think, well, Alexis Sanchez with Chile, they might not make it. They're currently not qualifying for the World Cup. Diego Costa, I think I've got more chance of starting up front for Spain <laughs> next year than he does. And Philly Coots, well... He, he'll have a good chance if he actually gets back in into this Liverpool team, which I'm not convinced he's going to do instantly.
2: But, I mean, I think Coutinho, Philly like Coots could not play at all and still make the Brazilian yeah. team because... He's like they, a
3: mainstay out there.
2: Because they were playing Paulinho while he was in, in China, and that's China. So He's still playing, Why does though? nobody talk well, about that, that
0: they were playing Paulinho when he was in China, but if a big national team calls up an MLS player, it's like end of times. Somebody explain that to me. <laughs> no, well, you because can't because it makes no fucking when, sense. When anyway. David
2: Villa gets called up after playing in MLS, he like destroys his whole body and has to get sent home, he, and he can't play anymore because he can't handle... That sounds,
3: that sounds a bit dramatic. <laughs> for those one and a half minutes he played for Spain.
2: <laughs> yeah, he gets hurt in training. <laughs> so our, our last Transformageddon note until until January. We'll be back with more Transformageddon in January, but for now we'll close with a message from our new buddy Colton He says, I feel like the Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain deal, you know, Ox is going to Liverpool. He got off that uh, Arsenal dumpster fire, and he got got himself to Liverpool. But uh, Colton says he feels like the deal is good for no one. Arsenal lose a competent player days before the deadline, and they need some competent players. And Liverpool gets a wing back, and does that really help them? Does that solve their their issues? What do you guys think about that?
3: Well, do they get a wing back? Because... The Ox has specifically said he wants to play in central midfield, where Liverpool currently have about 14 options.
2: Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, so yeah, he
3: is—he uh, probably is going to be his best chance of playing to get, get in the wing. But I think it's a good deal. I mean... You could look at Oxay Chamberlain. Look, say, look at Theo Walcott. If he'd have moved somewhere a few years ago, he might be a very different player to the one he is now. You know, he might progressed and had a manager who actually tries to push him to go places. And Jurgen Klopp is someone who's going to maybe horse whisper some actual talent out of the Ox and uh, you know make make him a very different player potentially. I think it's a good deal. It just depends on how much he's actually going to get in the team, I suppose. Yeah, Yeah,
0: potentially. I see what you're saying about the move and being good for his development, but I I personally feel like he's kind of cooked. him and Theo, <laughs> and that whole Arsenal generation are just like you know supremely disappointing for England. Um,
2: that British core that they tatted, it was now mostly gone. Yeah, so who's that? Was Aaron Ramsey, Ox, magnificently Theo Walcott, Jack Wilshire. Yeah, and uh, was there one more or was that all of them?
0: They're trash, doesn't matter. Yeah, it's um, yeah,
2: good point. Oh, and um, yeah, uh, what's I agree his with name? Colton.
0: I wouldn't have bought Ox for this, this money. Tony Adams. No, no, no. Uh, David Seaman.
2: Banter Boy. Uh, Denny Welbeck. In, Welbeck. No, no, no. He's in the banter meme. Uh, that boy Welbs. Uh, defender.
0: Yeah, he's clearly really good at football. Exactly. I can't even remember his name. If we know yeah. his, if know we can't him even derive Tisaca. his name from a meme. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, that guy in the meme yeah. that we don't know his name. That's Arsene Wenger's signing strategy. That's on his new board. <laughs> just a bunch of memes. The guy from the He's meme. like, he's like, get me that one with the guy that's like shaking his head, like, mm. and like, get <laughs> me that one with the stock photo of the guy walking with his girlfriend and looking at the other girl passing by.
3: Hey, uh, guys, so that just about wraps up the transfer mageddon for a while. I, I suggest for next week's show, for this segment, we give it to Colton. Uh, we make it like a, a whole half, and we call it Colt Forty Five. What do you think?
2: <laughs> I like it what what will we do in the cult 45 segment just do like duct tape some cult it up duct tape cult forty five to our hands and just drink them and see who yeah. finishes first yes what do they call the Edward beer hands? Edward
3: 40 Edward hands Edward 40, 40 hands 40 hands yeah that's great big fat yeah you're <laughs> welcome
2: and with that with the Edward <laughs> 40 hands reference that is the end of regular time join us for extra time where we'll be talking World Cup qualifying results and Wayne Shaw's pie punishment. Remember the guy who hit the pie in the, in the dugout during the, the uh, sure. FA Cup match last year? Shaw. Sure. He's been punished. There's been a development. So we'll talk about that. So hit up patreon.com slash tackle and support the show to get access to extra time. You don't want to miss it. Join the ET gang. Thanks to producer it's Bobo T- Martino, who has lungs stronger Bobo. than Poseidon's trident. He really does. There are some powerful lungs. I've seen lungs. it. I've heard him. Yeah. Check out uh, the site I edit, and also check out everything that Ryan does in the 9 million places that he does stuff.
0: Ryan Bailey music, holler at your boy, weddings, bar mitzvahs, birthday parties, magic get, shows, anything. Get on
2: that music, his Alexis Sanchez songs. He's a lot of them. It's not just the one, he's a lot. On social media, you can find us at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. My Twitter handle is at BrooksDT. Ryan, what is yours? Uh, It's at
3: Sir John Chippendale Lindley Keswick. Don't (laughs) at me.
2: Unless it's about horse racing.
3: Oh, yeah. I only like horses.
2: (laughs) Theo, what is your Twitter handle?
0: My Twitter handle is @TheoMessiDT. Surpassed the 200 follower mark and climbing.
2: I saw that. Congratulations, Theo.
0: Thanks. I'm still waiting for my check from uh, Jack Dorsey. It hasn't come yet.
2: (laughs) Well, keep waiting. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So that's it. We're done.
0: See you on the other side of extra time. It's like not like extra time in a football match where everyone's tired and it sucks. It's like the best part of the show. So yeah, we're finally warmed up.
2: Yeah. See us there or see, us, there or see us somewhere else. Adiós, muchachos. Love you. Bye. Bye. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle.
1: Blow the whistle.